Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. This is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio, and we're pleased to be joined now by Tom Reed. He is uh, my co-worker at DKPittsburghSports.com and uh, just did a a fantastic uh, profile on Robert Spillane for people who didn't know much about Robert Spillane, and that would pretty pretty much be everybody. Uh, Tom, you, uh, you did a deep dive on this guy. Yeah, yeah, we went to uh, went to his hometown, um, met his family, um, and really good people, really down to earth people. I got to tell you, um, the first thing I would say is, you know, when I my, I grew up uh, in Ohio, met my wife in Pittsburgh, and I had never heard of the term Italian beef. <laughs> and when, when I got invited to their house, I was a little early, so I walked through the neighborhood, and there was actually a restaurant that that's all they served was Italian beef. Their specialty was Italian beef. And I was like, this is crazy. So, I mean, they, they brought me in, fed me, and they couldn't have been nicer. Uh, it is, it, it's quite an underdog story for this guy, a uh, guy who was not drafted, did not go to the combine, you know, bounced around three or four teams, was cut even here by the Steelers a couple times uh, before finally catching on last year in special teams and has stepped up and, and delivered a few big moments in, in, in his opportunities. Yeah, he he definitely has, and he's fearless as, as we right here, yeah. <laughs> as we saw, and as you laid out in the in the story, him hitting Derrick Henry in the hole at the goal line is nothing compared to him what he did at Western Michigan. You want to fill our yeah, fill yeah. our listeners in? <laughs> yeah, so so um, his sophomore season, the end of his sophomore season. Uh, he got hurt, uh, knee injury. He was kind of out for the last four or five games or whatever it was. And he was just kind of rehabbing, and he's always had this fascination with sharks. Uh, his coach at the time, P.J. Fleck, was, was always this guy that said, you got to be like a great white shark. You, you, you've always got to be attacking, never full. And, uh, you know, as, as these college teams go to bowl games, a lot of times there's some downtime and you, you get these tourist opportunities. And they must have gone over to the Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlantis Resort. And lo and behold, there's a shark tank. And it's mostly sharks and a couple of other fish, barracuda, uh, some, uh, some of the... I've, I've been there. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. So, so, so they're, you know, the, the, the teammates are looking. And, and, and Robert apparently starts saying, I might do this. And they're like, what do you mean? Like, like just get up at the top and look in? And no, no, I'm going to go in. <laughs> they, what, what do you mean, go in? Like, I'm going to go in. And sure enough, he jumps in the water. And uh, if you see, if you saw our video, and, and credit to our Taylor Hawks, who I didn't think we were going to be able to use the video because there was a lot of vulgarity guys <laughs> walking with the box, no. screaming and stuff like that, 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 they, that he goes in there. And then the next thing that happens is would the assistant, one of the assistant coaches basically gets him out. Like, you've got to get out of the water. <laughs> And they apparently, they must have made some kind of pact because no one told the head coach about it until after the game. And and then the head coach had a good laugh about it, and he said, you know, in in that situation, if if Robert's in the shark tank, I'm worried for the sharks. But he did ask ask him, it's like, weren't you worried? I mean, weren't you worried that they'd want to bite you? He's like, no, I think they were well fed. I think I think I was going to be okay. So, yeah, that's you know he 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 survived the Shark Tank, and uh, you know they, again 
I think some of those guys, especially those guys that play special teams, I always think they got to be crazy to begin with, and that's a, a little special level of crazy. But but he had that very similar style reputation. I mean, at college on many levels, I'm sure, right? Oh yeah, for sure. It, it's funny when you when you talk to when you talk to I talked to both of his coaches because PJ Fleck was his coach through his junior season, and then when when when. When he was there, their junior year, they went 13-1. and It was probably the best record in school history. Uh, narrowly lost to uh, Wisconsin in the Cotton Bowl. And then Fleck goes to, to Minnesota, and then they bring in another the coach that's there now, Tim Lester. And both of them said the same thing. We were talking about the, the shark thing. It's like, if you had told me anybody else, I would have been shocked him doing that. With him, no, because that's just kind of how he's wired. And his high school coach was the same way. It's just like, this is – this is the way the guy is. That's in his DNA, and you know, for a guy who who's not necessarily, I don't think it would be any any stretch to say not the most athletically gifted player on the team. If you want to stick in the league, uh, you know, you you you've got to be able to do, bring that bring that kind of attitude to work every day, and that kind of willingness to stick your nose in there. And you know, that's one thing we certainly have seen from him. It's just tough to cut those guys. I, I get a sense. Tim Lester, this was his again his his, his second coach at, at at the school at Western Michigan. Was like, look, I think he'll have a long career in special teams. He, as long as his body holds up, he's a special teamer. Mm-hmm. Now, I think everyone is. I think even all their coaches are just a little like they're really happy for him that he's been able to to step in here and and you know make plays. I think that's the one thing we can say. He's made some plays. He's this. You know, we saw in the Ravens game where I thought he was exposed a little bit too. Uh, again, I don't think he's a, a guy a lot of foot speed, uh, and that you know that's happened. There's, there's some things you just can't help, but you know he's made plays. Uh, but you know, I, I think the coaches are right. I think he has a career in this league, especially as a special teamer, for probably as long as he wants it, and his body holds up. And if he can fill in and 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 help uh, hold down a position. While Devin Bush is out, then, then, that, then that's good, too, for them. Yeah, he's a guy that, that, that stood out to me at training camp two years ago, um, and I, I brought him up to Matt uh, at the time, and, and I'm like, just keep an eye on this guy because he, he does a lot of good things. He kind of reminds me of Jerry Olsaski, who's now his position yeah. coach, in that he's an overachiever. Um, you know, these guys find ways to start. And you know, Olsaski played a lot of games for the Steelers. Uh, there's some other interesting things. There, of course, his, his grandfather – uh, Johnny Latner uh, was the Heisman Trophy winner in 1953 at Notre Dame. Was a Steelers' first round draft pick the next yeah, year. That. Played a season for them. Made the Pro Bowl or made was All Pro as a rookie, and then gets drafted uh, into the Air Force. Goes into the Air Force and blows his knee out and never played in the NFL again. Um, they were not bitter about that at all, and actually they're kind of happy that uh, he's playing for the you know his, his his grandfather's team. That's why he wears number forty one. By the way, that was his hmm. grandfather's number. Okay. Very cool. But it also led him to do something, Tom, that you you detailed in the story, and he talked with about uh, talked to Lamar Jackson about last week. Yeah, so so you know one of the one of the perks of of having your granddad win the Heisman Trophy is you get, like each year you get to. You get to send family members, uh, family members to the, this year's ceremony. In other words, you know, for years and years, people, you know, sometimes they pass away, sometimes they get old, but that family always gets a number of people that can represent them at, this, at the, the latest award ceremony. And um, 
he, actually, he went twice. Uh, Robert went twice. Robert saw uh, uh, Reggie Bush, the running back, uh, go in, and then he got to, to see Lamar Jackson win. And they, the, both the, the family talked about how impressed they were with not just Lamar but his mother, and just how 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 hard that they they had worked uh, to, to to make sure everything went well with Lamar and his upbringing. And then, lo and behold, you know, he you know he gets a picture taken with him, gets to meet him and all that stuff. And then the other day, big interception, and, you know, he went up to him after the game. And Robert was just saying, I was like, wow, did he remember you? And he's like, you know, I asked. And he said he was really nice, but I, I, because I don't think he did. But, but I thought, <laughs> to me, more than anything, that moment to me symbolizes those two guys hugging on the field is, is look how far this kid's come. I mean, yeah. you know, for A, here, you're going to go see the Heisman yeah. Trophy He needed winner. a ticket to go see the Heisman first, Trophy winner, and now he's on right, the field with him. First, <laughs> right, he's a, he's a first-round draft pick, and this guy didn't even get drafted. And it's just for those, they're now kind of on the same level, at least for right now. And I, I think it is, uh, I think as one coach said, he's, he's the ultimate overachiever, as you mentioned with Helsowski. And that's a really good call, Dale, because I, I think you're, I think you you pegged it there. Do you know if Spillane had any expectations of getting drafted, or did he expect not to be? I mean, do you know that? No, he didn't. Yeah, okay. No, I I don't think he did because one of the things that um, he had that they brought in, and I'm sorry, I don't have the name right in front of me, but but they um, they have five kids, and one of the kids they consider they call them their own, and you know how this this works. Anyone who's had a family, but but they they took in a kid. Uh, that, that grew up, um, I, uh, they moved to the Chicago area, the father passed away, and the mother was kind of out of the picture. Uh, they took him into their house. Simi, I'm, I'm trying to think of Simi's last name. He, he, was, a, he was a wide receiver uh, from uh, Indiana. And um, basically they, they, just, they, they raised him just like their own son. And Simi was a couple years older, so they went through the draft process Seeing how he Simi kind Simi of slid, and I don't think yeah there you go did not get drafted so they 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 went into it with their eyes wide open they they hmm. kind of knew that 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 they he wasn't going to be drafted and was going to have to go kind of go through the free agent thing but in talking with in, in talking with Robert yesterday one of the things I did find interesting was that um, you know he <laughs> he was cut a couple times here and I think after the second time he was like really he was like. He thought he did really well. He, you know, you know, there he had. Time. Yeah, he did. He did. He did right. very well. But, but it just came down to numbers. I think what he did was uh, he kind of reached out within the organization. Uh, you know, because I don't know guys do this all the time, but he just he wanted some feedback. He was like, "What did I do? You know, why why did I not stick this time?" And they just like be patient, just hang in there. And, you know, you're still definitely on our radar. And sure enough, this is in the middle of last season, uh, you know, they, they call, they bring him back, and he ends up, then he starts playing on special teams regularly. And then over that eight-game stretch, led the league with, I think, 10, 10 tackles. And, and from there, he's, he's kind of stuck with, at least with the team. And then, of course, we've seen what he's done this year with the opportunity to play. But, but that's, uh, you know, every, all of his coaches say, there's no question he wants to be a coach someday. And Lester, which is at the point, was wondering when he was getting cut so many times if, you know, sometimes those guys just decide, you know what, I, I've had a great career. 
it's time to go into going to coaching or going into something else. Yeah, James uh, Harrison went and got his uh, CDL license after he got cut his last time. He's like, mm-hmm. okay, this isn't going to yeah, right. this isn't going to work I out. I'm going to go right. be a truck driver. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, and Robert was like, no, nope, no, nope. I was just determined to keep. You know, you know, those guys are 23, 24 years old. He was, I think, he was determined to give it at least one more time, one more try, and sure enough, it sticks. And, and you guys know that there's a lot of Roberts out there, right? There, there's the Robert Splane stories. You know, probably every team has one or two of them. The guys that just kind of keep at it, keep at it, and you know, you, you get what's the phrase? You get in where you fit in. And they, there's been a fit here, and to this point, it's worked out for him. Let's say he goes on to play four, five, six years, whatever, a, a Jerry O-like career even. Do you think he still will get into coaching? I do, yeah. yeah. I, I think he just, you know, everyone says the same thing. The kid just absolutely, you know, eats, drinks, and breathes football. And I, I think his, his head coach, uh, Fleck, was saying that at, at, at Western Michigan, they try to talk about loving every aspect of your life. And his quote was, Coach, I love every aspect of my life, but I just love football a little bit more. Yeah, and, he, he you know, told me that last year. He's uh, when I talked to, him, I did a feature on him, and and he's yeah. like, I, I want to get into coaching. Uh, you know, I, I want to be a football coach. Yeah, uh, but yeah. you, you can see it on the play with his play. You know, always in the right yeah. spot. Maybe he is at limited athletically, but he's not going to be at a position takes the coaching. Yeah, because of you know he's in you know because he took the wrong. He wasn't where he was supposed to be at. If he's out of position, it's because he can't physically get there. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Yeah. So, um, but, but you know, this is what happens when you grow up, basically playing with a Heisman Trophy. Didn't the, <laughs> yeah. didn't the family like just uh, Johnny Latner just you know uh, you, you let people borrow the trophy for a weekend? <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I thought it was uh, we, so. The, one of the most interesting things about their house is you know there it's it, it and I hate the, the just cliche of of, of Chicago, but it. I felt like I was stepping back into Roseanne, the old TV show. <laughs> and it was just, it just had that warm, welcoming feeling. You know, you, you got there, it's like you knew these people. I, I texted, I was texting with them today. It's like, I felt like I had known them for more than, you know, months. And they just, they had that way of very welcoming. And that the funny thing is, is in their, in their kitchen, they have a, like a locker. He built like wooden lockers. Like you would go in, and sit down right on the thing, and that's your locker. Right? <laughs> First of all, I don't know how many how many women would say, "Yeah, that looks good in their kitchen." I don't think that's <laughs> for our kitchen, but but they did, and and so in his one of his first games he played in the exhibition football was against the Steelers. He intercepted a pass, and you know, hey, first of all, you don't know how long that guy's going to be around in the NFL, and he has an interception. He got the game ball. And instead of like it being like in in a trophy case with a spotlight on it, they just they just throw it around. They just throw it around. It's all scuffed up. So the kids throw it. He has two younger brothers. They go out and punt it and throw it, throw it around the yard. And he goes, "That's the way my grandfather was." You know, the trophy is it, it was great. But if any, if it brought joy to somebody, go use it. Go go. They use it as a doorstop. They use the high school trophy as a doorstop. And I I didn't That's again. This, this story was long enough, but. He owned restaurants, the, the old man, the grandpa, and the, the trophy actually burned. In, and there was a fire, and the, and the original one burned, and they had to get a second one. He had to pay and, and, and get a second one. But it's just like they were like, hey, we got the memories up here. You know, if, if this stuff brings other people happiness, have at it. 
Yeah, it's a great story. If you haven't read that, you need to get over to DKPittsburghSports.com and give that a read. Uh, Tom, we appreciate your time. Great job with the, with the story. And now i got to come up with something else to, to have you do here. I'm, I'm, you know, yeah, send them you're, on you're tapping all my else. ideas here that uh, they need somebody else to emerge. Uh, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll see you. Then. That's Tom Reed of uh, DKPittsburghSports.com, uh, one of my coworkers. Uh, Tom does a great job on the uh, long-form features uh, did, did the uh, the Watt brothers a few weeks ago uh, did a big blowout on uh, Chuk's Akorafor? Get everything you needed to know about him, and uh, this this one on uh, on Robert Spillane is just just some Good dynamite stuff, yeah. dynamite stuff in there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you got to give that a read. But uh, we're going to take a break. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lolly. You're listening to the Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. <laughs> 